Get motivated and inspired to take your business to the next level with The Marissa Raider Show. This podcast was created for female entrepreneurs who want to manage the juggling act of successfully running a business and raising a family. Hosted by mom, wife, CEO, and breakthrough coach, Marissa Rader, the show features topics such as effortless goal setting, forming successful habits, reducing stress levels, starting your own business, and more. Take your business to new heights with Marissa's expertise on how to be an empowered woman in charge of her career. By understanding how both sides can be equally important, you will learn how to make amazing things happen while also balancing home life. It is absolutely possible. Listen now as Marissa helps give you the insight and guidance that you need to reach all your goals. Check out her website at www.marissarader.com or follow along on Instagram at Marissa Rader Coaching for tips, tricks, and motivation to unlock the secrets of success in all aspects of your life. Hey, hey, welcome back to a, another episode of the Marissa Raider Show, and I have another lovely guest with me today. Her name is Liza, and I met her last year at the Woman to Woman Conference, and I could just feel the calm that she brings into a room, and it was amazing. And then after talking to women that have worked with you, Liza, I was like, Oh my gosh, I need more Liza in my life. So <laughs> welcome and tell that. us a little bit about you. Yeah, thank you. Yes, thank you for having me. Yeah, my name's Liza Heidelberger. Um, live in Sioux Falls, South Dakota and have um, been in my business for three years now, which is really exciting. Um, it's called Released Emotional Health Solutions. And just this understanding that man, there are things that we all need to be released from, but also things we need to be released into. And that's, I think, you know, when people end up coaching coaching and doing what I do, um, it just comes from a huge part of, of my story, um, of things that I personally experienced. And, and I did the hard work. I did the hard work and got the training and, and did the, a lot of the own, my own inner work and, and I'm still doing it, which is a huge part of, of everything that is wrapped up in who I am and, and what I do. And so I hear that so much that um, you bring the calm in the room or people like they say that all the time. Um, that comes from a really special place. That doesn't mean I'm always the calm person all the time. <laughs> you can ask my kids and my husband. <laughs> but it's like it's it's a result of doing a lot of work and, and ultimately for me too, you know, my faith is, is such a huge part of, of who I am and what I do. So. Yes. Earlier this summer, you did a, we met on Mondays and it was just an hour or so of women coming together and celebrating their faith and being intentional, ten, intentional, intentional, <laughs> words are hard. <laughs> intentional about their faith and building it into their week. And that was such a non-negotiable for me, the space that you created and the approach that you took to that was just a testament to your ability to communicate what God is putting on your heart. And it made me even more excited to have you be a speaker at the conference this year, because I was like, my gosh, this is just, and it just, you walked away just feeling really good. Yes, yes, yes. And yeah, it's, um, 
it's interesting because a lot of people like I'm, I'm not overtly, you know, like very faith-based with all of my marketing. I have a huge heart to work with everyone, like the things that I've been trained in they're for everyone. Um, but those spaces that like, we're really just really getting in the presence of God, like God, God does things that no healer <laughs> or no person trained like I am would, would be able to do. And so, yeah, it was really special having all of you in that and to be able, that was like a business planning space. to So to be able to really set time apart and, and hear from God clearly about what he has for business, I think is it's, it's, it's how I run everything and, and what I do. So it was really cool yeah. to be able to share that. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, and I just like testimonial wise to that space that you created, I went into it not really knowing what to expect, but it was the beginning of summer. My kids were home. Our daycare closed back in December, which I think I mentioned in like every episode because I still have some PTSD from that. <laughs> like, did we really do this? Is, is this really life now? Right. <laughs> but I went into it thinking, okay, am I really meant to be doing this coaching? Am I really meant to be putting on this conference? Am I also supposed to be doing this product-based business? I was feeling kind of chaotic and didn't really know. I wasn't taking the time to sit with myself and sit with what my purpose was. And I was ready to give up one or the other just to have some calm in my life. And that whole month, Every time I left a phone call, we had some time to sit and kind of marinate in it. I hate that word, but it really was just some time to sit and, and feel and think and listen and, and take in what we, I was supposed to be doing with all of the things. And every time I walked away from a phone call, I had a very clear understanding and I was able to see the signs from the week before or the pushes that were that were being brought my way that I was maybe ignoring or that I was like, I'm trying to simplify life, like quit trying to make it harder for me. Like that's not supposed to be what's happening. Like the goal is to like be calm so that I can be a better person and a better mom and all of these things. And what really happened was I learned to do those things in the thick of the busy season. Yeah. I was still able to make time for my kids. I was still able to make time for my habits and all of the things. And I was no longer feeling like I was pulled in a thousand directions. And you did that. Like you presented the space. And even if you weren't like holding my hand through the whole thing and like, okay, tell me about it. You know, like your approach is very different than like going to a therapist and needing somebody to like walk you through step-by-step, step, what should I be doing and giving validation? It allowed, it gave me permission to like, actually listen so that's just like that's just a side point to Liza here like yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. my own personal experience so if that doesn't sell you on coming and listening to her at the conference I don't know what does <laughs> yeah oh I love that because it's such a personal um testimony of what actually happens with with the work that I do and the work that I've had to do for myself right yeah. and learning that there's just noise there's like interference that kind of creeps up in our lives and that can be health wise. And for me personally, like I will have seasons where I experience a lot of chronic pain and that, you know, I'm just coming out of another season of that. And man, if I'm in pain, like, and I'm not sleeping well, things get funky. 
And, you know, so I'm like, okay, how do I need to, you know, that's, those are the seasons of life that have really pushed me into like, how do I come back here? And so for me, there's so many people out there that have so many pieces to the puzzle, but for me, it was discovering um, and rediscovering in a lot of ways, like my nervous system, this whole yeah. bodily system that people are starting to hear and we're learning more about because of COVID and talking about our bodies and the effects of trauma and all of that. Um, and then also like our emotional systems, how are like our emotions and those aspects of our personality and maybe old thought patterns like creeping in and kind of taking over. And when those can, when that can all step back and, and just have, you know, give that space, then that's where that, yeah, that calm is that, that thing that really is resonates with a lot of women, but it's that space of like love and joy and peace and um, being really able to fully experience that without having the filter of these these other emotions and yeah. and inner agendas that sometimes run in in our subconscious that we don't know about and so that's that's a huge part of what I do is helping um, women discover like you you were designed to protect yourself in a lot of ways right in the tra trauma field we talk about that a lot but man you were also designed to heal and for those of us in that faith-based community you were designed like in that space you can meet the healer in really, really beautiful and profound ways. So, yes. So my, I was just talking to my friend, Shannon, um, July, the end of July, beginning of August, like kind of a hard time for me. Um, I lost my grandpa in high school at, in July, never got to say goodbye. Like just always had some trauma around that lost my best friend from childhood in a car accident a few years later. And now this year, my grandma passed away back in February but we didn't have her burial because of just weather and family things. We ended up doing it in July. And so right after the 4th of July, we were up there and I realized it had been like 18 years since I had been to see my grandpa and like revisited it. And I was like, every July-ish, whether I'm like acknowledging it or not, it's like that I still have trauma that is like subconsciously in there. And she was like, okay, so your stress doesn't know if you're being chased by a lion or if, you know, like your fight or flight doesn't understand if it's a real imminent threat or not. Like it just skyrockets. And so being able to like recognize that and, and be in tune to yourself. And what I love about what you do is you work with the nervous system, which we all know, like grounding it. Um, one of the activities that I do with my, my oldest has some sensory things, some trauma from birth that we're working through. Like that's a whole, whole nother story, but like, what's something you can see right now? What's something you can feel right now? What's something you can hear? What do you taste? What do you smell right now? Just working through those senses so that she can get back in the present moment and move past whatever it is that's heightening her anxiety at the time. And so being able to work with your nervous system in a way that's like that, most of the people that I've encountered are not Christians who do this work and mm -hmm. they are energy healers. They are telling you that the universe is doing these things. And so when I met you and you were a woman of not just faith, but of strong faith who 
lives biblically, not just by what, you know, modern day Christians are manipulating to be like, that was something so huge and such a great connection for me to make with you because I feel like it's really easy to get lost. And we know that we need these things in our lives and we need to regulate our nervous system, but finding the right person to help you facilitate that is yeah, like the whole, the whole point of all of this, like you need to do it in a way where like, you are not, you're not saying I can heal you, you know, like you're saying, no, let me get you to a place where you can be healed, (laughs) you know, like open to it with God, the true healer, you know, I don't know. There's just something so powerful about that piece of what you do. (laughs) Yes. I love that. And it, for me, it all comes back to understanding that we are, we're spirit, soul, and body. And so often we've like disconnected from, from the body. And there've been other realms of, of healing and things like that, where like, they've kind of taken that up. Um, But man, for me, I'm like, where's the science? Where's the science? Show me, like, can I register this in biology somewhere, in psychology? Um, so even what you were talking about with, like, going back and and kind of, like, your body reliving some things from 18 years ago, like, one of the things for me is that your body remembers what your mind forgets. Yeah. And um, that one of the really important things to understand about trauma is, like, there's trauma, traumatic memories that's a trauma that's stored in parts of our brain where there's no timestamp. So when that's hit, it feels like, you know, you're that, that age again. And you're so right. That initiates that limbic response and, and puts us into, to fight flight. And, and you're, that's, that's where that phrase um, triggered comes from. Like it's old information in your system that's getting poked at and, You're living not only just in your body, but from what I do from um, the like the psychology or an IFS standpoint is there are actually like aspects of our our personality that, you know, have have kind of like held on to those young memories and in those young places. And so I don't know if you have ever thought of this, but, you know, maybe you can think of a time where you had an interaction with someone or you did get triggered and you're like, Oh dang, I actually like that felt what came out of me felt really young, you know, yeah. um, interacting with this person. I'll often ask like if, if there's a hard interaction with someone, I'll be like, okay, let's just take a little bit of time to reflect. How old did you feel in that interaction? And they'll be like, Oh, okay. And then how old did that person feel? when you were interacting with them. And so, you know, even like, this has been helpful for me and my husband sometimes when we're getting in arguments, it's like, oh, okay, we're 16 in this interaction right now. We're we're not 43 and 49. We're back, we're like, our teenagers are, are coming out strong in this interaction. Like, let's just step back and come back to being adults. <laughs> But the whole point is that you recognize it yeah to like move on from it and and yes. almost kind of laugh about it and that's something that I have to constantly remind myself it's easier for me to recognize that um for myself but for for our oldest daughter and and there are like you said there are different personalities that it seems to have a bigger effect on my middle child can it can roll right off and she'll be fine. My youngest, she basically like 
like we'll give you the middle finger and walk away and she's over it it's done it never comes up again like she she's like whatever but my oldest she she's eight and I don't talk a ton about it because it's it's it'll be her story to tell someday but she had a very traumatic birth um she had she failed a newborn screen we ended up taking her to the NICU on our own, like our doctor called, and we drove her there, which they'd never done before, accepted a baby that had been at home for a day and then came into it like she was poked, she was prodded. They ran so many tests on her and she started having sensory issues that were, I mean, at like 12 months old, like refused to wear socks, like had a holy fit if socks were on, you know? And so we found out through phys physical therapy and just different things that if this was still happening at like seven or eight, it's probably a trauma response to how she came into this world basically. And so she's been doing therapy and doing stuff, but when she's triggered, she goes back into baby talk. She goes back into needing her blanket, her security blanket. And she, she just wants to be left alone and she eventually will come out of it. And if you leave her alone, it, it happens much quicker, but that's all things that we know. And, and we're working on her personality type is, is so much different than the other two, but I'm like that. And I can see myself in her and I know what a struggle things were all through my childhood and into my young adult life until I recognize some of these things. And so having someone like you in even a child's life is, can be life-changing. I think of like, if we've known the things that we know now, when I was a kid, you know, how amazing would that have been? And yeah, I just have to keep reminding my husband, like, no, we do not want our eight-year-old talking like a baby, but that just means there's more work to do. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 And what a, what a blessing for this generation. You know, like when you think even the trauma field didn't even really emerge, you know, until we were maybe like, you know, born or just a little bit, you know, before that. So this is all very new information that's, that's permeating the culture now. Um, the fact that like for you that like you're working on that, that's generational impact. That's so huge. Yeah. And so a huge part of my background is um, I I was an autism team leader and worked with um, kids with autism, diagnosis of autism, sensory processing disorders, things like that for almost a decade. And then I went into ministry for about another decade and got to a point where I was like, I was just, I was hitting walls. I was, you know, I'd say things like, I feel like I'm running on a treadmill. That's too fast for me. I can't keep up. Um, I would like have these crashes where I'd have like a migraine and be knocked out for three days. And then I'd come back and be ready to go again. Um, it was just like, and, and finally it got to a point where my body just shut everything down. Um, I went, it just like, I hit a wall so hard that I had no choice, but to find answers. Um, I would wake up in the middle of the night and I'd already be crying and shaking. My body was just like responding to all these things. So um, I was going to a, a therapist and kind of like an inner healing prayer person. And they both gave me books on trauma in the same week. And I was like, 
okay, well, there's something, there's something here. And that was, that's really what brought me back to nervous system work. Like all of the things that we do with kiddos, just like what's happening with, with your child now that, that doesn't have to be specialized, you know, like we need those, we need those things too. Um, our nervous systems are, are just as like important. And especially as when it comes to trauma, a lot of that, that translates for us too. Um, and then I just happened to find some other things that worked really, really well for me and got certified in it and, and now get to teach it to people. But all Which of is that like, is so full circle. Yes. Yeah. And it's funny that, that you talk about that because, um, that's what my talk is going to be on is like your journey through entrepreneurship and how we feel like it should look this way. And, and it definitely does not look right. anything like that. Yes, <laughs> yes. The fact that you've been able to merge, you, you did something for 10 years and then you did something else for 10 years. And now what you're doing is an accumulation of how God prepared you to be at this exact moment and helping the people that you're helping in the way that you're helping them. And I literally have goosebumps from like, I like on my head down to my toes right now, just thinking about how amazing that is that you, it took you to get to that point. And it would have been really easy to be angry and be like, God, why are you doing this? Like, why can't my body just do what it's supposed to do? But what it was, was it was that moment where he was like, you've been ignoring me. <laughs> Do I have your attention now? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I was actually thinking about it yesterday. I was like, you know, it would have been really, cause one of my, one of my considerations coming out of high school is to be a therapist. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I don't know if I could like do that. I think that'd be really hard, but now it's like 20 years later. It's so I'm not a therapist. I'm not a licensed therapist. Like I'm, you know, there are certain people that are specialized to work with certain types of people. I have my certain type of people that I work with just to be super clear about that. But like, it's so like, that that I had to go through my my own journey and it's a journey of hope too right like yes. we did spend months in in bed almost like it was hard to get out of bed and force myself to even go get a drink of water in the morning and make sure I was eating enough and like I had hit so hard yeah. um but it's also a story of redemption and a story of hope and um, a story of, of God's goodness to be on the other side of those things and to look back and to see like God's hand in every single moment to get you from here to there is it's so powerful and so powerful. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, my husband struggled with that too, a little bit when I left teaching, because he was like, you still have student loans from becoming a teacher and you're leaving the profession altogether. And I'm like, hi, yes. It is me. I am doing that. But it got to the point where I had been talking about leaving and I had this five-year plan and it was, I was going to do all these things. And all of a sudden my school board didn't like my stance on teacher mental health and how um, schools should be taking that into consideration, especially coming out of the COVID era into the transitioning back into the classroom and all the extra expectations that were going to be yes. on them. And they presented me a letter that said, we can dictate your secondary employment. We no longer support your business. So it's us or it's your business. I think it was three weeks before school started in 2020, that fall. 
And I walked out and I called my husband. I was, I had tears streaming down my face. I said, I just quit my job. And I was in a complete panic. He's self-employed. So there went all of our benefits, any stability that we had, an, an entire income. My kids only had ever known me being in the building where they were at for daycare yeah. and school and everything else. Like I basically, in a matter of 30 seconds, made a decision that uprooted our entire lives. And now we fast forward three years and I can't even imagine what life would be like if I was still in that situation. But once again, it took something so drastic for me to like walk away and do what I'd been called to do and knew I'd been called to do it for years. I mean, it was, it was a good solid three years that I was, that I felt that pull. And I was like, when I'm ready, when I'm ready, I will leave when I'm ready, I will leave. And finally, God was like, you're not ready, but I will make you ready. (laughs) I totally understand that. That has been a pattern for me where I will stay probably about a year longer in a situation (laughs) than I need to, because I'm like, I'm just going to make this work. I'm going to show up. I'm going to, yeah, no. Okay. (laughs) I can power through. It'll be fine. I'm strong enough. And God's like, I don't care. Yes, you are. But that's not what we're doing. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. And yeah, I think that's where like discernment and all of that really comes in too. And, and being able to, to discern through a lens that isn't, (laughs) you know? Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, and that's, um, Heather, one of the other speakers at the conference, she's talking about how obedience is a blast. And I am like, people are going to read that and they're going to be like, I'm going to leave before this. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But I used to have such a hard time with obedience. And I, if somebody told me not to do something, I would do it twice just to say, see, (laughs) like, that's just like, it's an, it's a part of my personality that I've had to really like condition to not be present. (laughs) But that discernment and that obedience and it's, it's funny how I did not have, I don't really go into picking my speakers with a really solid plan. I don't know if I should admit that to people, but I am like that person. There's just something in my brain that says that person, that person, that person. And I've yet to be turned down really to have speakers at this conference. So this is the second year we're going on eight speakers and I've yet to really be turned down, but all of the speakers have aligned yes. so perfectly so every perfect. year. And, and the things that you're going to talk about align with what Heather's going to talk about. And that aligns with what I'm going to talk about. And then Maddie and Melissa's speeches tie into what I'm also going to talk about. And so it's like this giant web of like, come and you are going, it's a, like a holistic approach that is really unplanned for. <laughs> Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love that. That means that's going to bless some people. There are going to be people that are coming or they're on the fence and they're hearing this and are like, okay, I know there's something special and I need to, I need to be a part of that. I need to come. So yeah. If you're a person that's on the fence, just come. <laughs> exactly. You will we'll be not back. be disappointed. And no. I'm not just saying that because I want you to come. Like right. it is there's something so powerful. And you came last year, you attended the conference and I, people ask me to describe it. And I'm like, 
I don't have words. So maybe you're better at describing. This. Yeah, <laughs> I struggle too. Oh, I loved it. I loved the atmosphere from first walking in. It was just it. It was warm. It was welcoming. It was like, um, it was calm. That's like it was yeah. just it was just open. And, um, the, every speaker, like I, you know, a lot of times you go to conferences and you're like, I can't even remember the name of that person that spoke, but every speaker, I can remember something that stood out and, and was important. And then the connections, like there was just so much space for connections and what has come out of that conference for me personally has been just so rich and fulfilling, but also for my business has been huge. So, um, it's just like, there's so many, it, it really is it's community, it's encouragement, it's connection. Um, and I walked out of there and the gals that are with, we were just like, that's amazing. We're coming back next year. So, Yes. And a little did you know you are we are yes you're coming back this year. (laughs) (laughs) By popular demand, you're coming. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Yes, I and that is kind of exactly what I wanted. I wanted a space for all of those things for women. And I connected with so many people. And honestly, I walked away feeling like during the the networking parts, I felt like I just kind of wandered around because I didn't know what I should personally be doing. And I'm like, dang, I missed out on so much of that relationship building and being present with the people and really getting to know people and their stories. But what came from it was now, even almost a year later, I'm still making connections with people that came to last year's conference. and that's amazing. And just even getting to know you and Melissa attended and Heather attended last year and just knowing the, the relationships that we built and are able to bring a second conference is just phenomenal. And to know that that happened for other people's businesses being in that same room and not just for the conference itself is makes my heart so happy because that was the whole, the whole point of the entire event. So that's so good. Awesome. Well, I'm so glad that you could be here with me today. Is there anything that you want to share that you're like, I just, I have to get this out into the world or I'm going to regret it. (laughs) Man. No, I feel like we hit on so much. Um, but the one thing that I always come back to is like, so often we don't know what we don't know. So if something hit or resonated, or even like hearing part of my story or some of the things that you shared, like you make sense, you make sense. And it's not what you're experiencing, maybe in your body and your emotions. It's not something that you have to push away or shame away or like, you know, fight against. They're actually just man, if you can get into that space where, where you can heal and be released, be released from those past burdens, be released into what God has next for you. Um, that's, that's such a a powerful thing. Just gets me so excited for, for people and, and their story and God's story in their lives. Oh my gosh. I absolutely love that. Where can people come and find you? Like, where do you like to hang out? Yeah. Um, 
in, on the internet, in the internet, whatever. <laughs> yes. I'm on Instagram. It's at Liza.Heidelberger. I've been really quiet on there, but you can like come talk to me and I will, I will interact with you. Um, and then I'm on Facebook and my website is LizaHeidelberger.com. Perfect. I will link all of that in the show notes so that it's super accessible for everybody, but thank you so much for being here today. And both Liza and I are going to be here cheering you on. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Marissa Raider show. Our goal here is to support and encourage female entrepreneurship along with managing the everyday chaos life throws our way. We strive to help women who want to take their lives and business aspirations to the next level and know that it takes focus, dedication, and hard work to get there. For more great content from Marissa, be sure to check out her website, www.marissarader.com, or follow her on Instagram at Marissa Raider Coaching. See you next time on the Marissa Raider Show.